Hi, this is Mark Graben. Welcome to episode 199 of Lean Blog Audio for April 18th, 2017. Today's post is titled, Is Calling People Concrete Heads the Most Effective Lean Change Strategy? So here's this post in less than 50 words. When did the term concrete head start getting thrown around in some lean circles? Do people still use this label today? Is it helpful? Should we agree that the term is disrespectful and counterproductive? Now, as somebody who writes and speaks a lot, I think words matter. Words can be helpful in our work or they can get in the way or cause division. In 2010, I wrote about 10 things I wish lean practitioners would stop saying, and I think it's still good advice here in 2017. So there is a link to that post and everything else I'll reference here if you go to leanblog.org slash audio 199. One of those 10 words I wrote about in 2010 was the overuse of the word sensei, which I wrote about more recently in a post I've linked to. Even the word lean itself can be problematic, as Jim Womack reflected on back uh, in a post I wrote in 2015. Um, again, go to leanblog.org slash audio199 for that post, and you can actually hear some audio of Womack uh, reflections. And lean people don't say, quote unquote, idiot proofing anymore, as I wrote about in 2016. So for a long time, I've run across the term concrete head in the lean literature, or I've heard it used in presentations, um, never really cared for it. I recently saw the term in an article from Industry Week with the headline, Are Concrete Heads Wrecking Your Lean Manufacturing Efforts? And the author, Larry Fast, wrote about uh, the person asking about um, changing the mentality of managers. And they said, Larry wrote in response to a question, I don't know what role in the company this reader plays, but I'll address both questions since the root cause for both is the same. Your management are known as concrete heads. This is a term often used by Art Byrne, who led the transformation of wire mold a few decades ago. These are so-called leaders who don't get it, don't want to get it, and won't listen to those who do get it, understand it, and simply need their leadership support to go do it. That's the end of quote. Now, as I commented there on the article at Industry Week, I've never found it to be a good strategy to label people with negative terms like that. I mean, once you call somebody a concrete head, aren't they more likely to just dig in their heels? I mean, does it thicken or harden uh, the so-called concrete any further? I mean, how does that affect your lean transformation efforts? Does it help or hurt? I'd guess it probably hurts. Now, the term concrete head is used to describe somebody who is stubborn or resistant to change. It doesn't mean that they're dumb. The term often gets pointed at senior leaders, although it's probably not said to their face unless it's done so by a really powerful consultant. Even if it's true, does the phrase concrete head help? What does it accomplish? Does it make us feel better for being more enlightened than them? If so, how does that really help? You know, is the term respectful in the context of the respect for people principle of Toyota? Is concrete head, um, uh, like sensei, a term that one should only give to themselves, as in, I used to be a real concrete head, as said in a self-deprecating way? My friend Mike Robleski wrote something similar uh, about himself in an article, a post called Confessions of a Recovering Concrete Head. He wrote in part, we had a top-tier Japanese consultant asking as our sensei for the event with a huge scoped project, impossible target goals, and a looming Friday deadline. The week was filled with a flurry of activities and constant motivating, <clears throat> yelling, 
guidance from our never gives a compliment consultant. Getting yelled at in Japanese is a unique cultural experience all to its own. Plus you get the English version from a translator only without the emotion. My bet was that the translation was probably kinder in word than the actual Japanese meaning. It was almost funny if it wasn't for the public pronouncement to my team members that I, that this is Mike Robleski, was a concrete head. Me, a concrete head? I've been called plenty of names before, but never a concrete head, Mike wrote. For those of you new to lean, a concrete head is someone who is hard-headed and not open-minded. It is a term given to those of us who questioned these new approaches to manufacturing. Well, huh, is, is concrete head a term that TPS innovators like Taiichi Ono or Shigeo Shingo used as part maybe of a different era where yelling and screaming and insults was more accepted? Well, I did my best literature search on the phrase via Google Books and Amazon. Now, I don't think the term appeared in the first quote-unquote lean book, um, the, at least the book that used that term, uh, the book The Machine That Changed the World, as there are only references in that book to concrete examples. The later book from Womack and Jones, Lean Thinking, had a reference to Pat Lancaster, founder and CEO of the company Lantech, calling himself that. It said in the book, by March 1992, when Hicks received a phone call from Pat Lancaster, he had transformed himself from a concrete head into a lean thinker and was ready for a new challenge. Lank and et cetera, et cetera. Now, tomorrow, I'm actually doing a podcast interview with the current CEO of Lantech. It's Pat's son, Jim Lancaster, about their lean journey and Jim's new lean book, The Work of Management, which is published has been published by Womack's Lean Enterprise Institute. Now, in Lean Thinking, Art Byrne, and I did a podcast with him. You can hear at leanblog.org slash audio158, and hopefully I'm talking to him again soon about his most recent book. He uses the term in his book, where it said, our employees are now all highly skilled in process improvements, and only a concrete head would fire skilled people due to short-term business fluctuations. Now, it makes me wonder, did Art learn the term from his mentors at Shingajitsu? They worked with him and helped him and, and were extremely helpful. That might be uh, who Mike Robleski was pol politely referring to as a top tier Japanese consulting firm. Another blogger, Jeff Hajek on his site says the term concrete head is the result of translation from Japanese consultants. I've sometimes heard the term insultant used, sometimes warmly by those who have suffered under such insults from a Japanese consultant. Jeff writes, in working with Japanese consultants, it appeared that the term was applied to individuals who displayed resistance, but was used matter-of-factly. It did not seem to carry the same negative charge that it does in its English translation. He says, obviously this is a derogatory term, and that the term displays a lack of respect for people, and it should be avoided. I agree. Baba Miliani said similar things in a comment on one of my blog posts. He said, in the past, we were taught by our sensei that people who resisted change were concrete heads, and there was not much we could do about it. Now we have a better approach for dealing with resistance that will improve the probability of favorable outcomes, i.e. engagement with lean principles and practices. And importantly, it changes the nature of resistance from being a people problem to a process problem. Bob continues. The way the term concrete head was represented to me by my senseis was in fact not as derogatory or disrespectful. That nuance sometimes gets lost in translation. I understood it as the name given to a problem, 
people unwilling to accept new ideas that required more attention on the part of management. It represented both a management challenge to get people to accept new ideas or eventually part ways with those who won't. Also, it informed management of who not to put in leadership positions because they will undermine lean transformation efforts. The origins of the term are described in note seven on page 178 of the book, Bob's book, Better Thinking, Better Results. I'll read that note from the copy of the book that I have here. It says, as Bob wrote, the term concrete head is commonly used in lean practice to describe a person that is hard headed or unable to see the light. It is not a complimentary term, though it may be used in a lighthearted way. It does, however, vividly portray the mindset that must be overcome. The term concrete head can be misleading because it implies that a person can't change, when in fact they usually can change. The term is not used in Japan. Mr. Iwata or Mr. Nakao, principals of Shingojitsu Consulting Company Limited, are believed to have coined the term in 1988 when they began consulting with companies in the United States. It therefore appears to be a term that originated with the Japanese, but while working with companies in the U.S. Um, so I thank Bob for um, that historical fact. I guess it kind of answers the question of where it came from. I agree with Bob that it's incorrect to conclude that people can't change. Um, back to other sources here. It sounds like Art Byrne threw that term around at others after learning it, as it says also in Bob's book, in a story told by somebody else about him and Art. It says, Art often laughs when he recounts the first time he met me. He thought I was a concrete head, people that are very difficult to change or unwilling to absorb new ideas. Concrete heads will say, we have always done it this way. You can't possibly change it because that's the way it's always been done. They are not very creative and they will not let themselves think outside the box. They'll participate in the Kaizen, but don't expect many good ideas from them. What Art said about me was, he seemed too smart to be a concrete head. I realized by the next Kaizen that he wasn't one. So Art's first impression was that I was very reluctant to change and initially all of us were skeptical, end of quote. So again, I mean, this is where I'll take issue. Being quote unquote resistant to change doesn't mean you're dumb. It just means maybe you have different ideas or someone's shoving an idea or Japanese words at you that you don't, uh, you, you're not on the same page with. So that's why I, I don't think it's constructive um, to throw around insults. Jeff Hajak, again, I think had good advice back to him about dealing with so-called concrete heads. Um, it's similar to the things I've written before. Jeff writes, it implies that there is no reason for a person's resistance to change other than that, that a person is inflexible. In truth, when people push back against new ideas, it is for a reason. Uncover that reason and address it. And the person will no longer be in the concrete head category. End of quote. I, I agree with Jeff. Different Jeff. Jeff Liker's book, Becoming Lean, a book I bought in 1998, conveys a story about the legendary George Koenigsegger, who has advised many, including Dr. John Toussaint and others in healthcare. He was called a quote unquote, hopeless concrete head by Shingojitsu. Um, it's said uh, in, in Liker's book that uh, he was called the hopeless concrete head by Mr. Iwata of Shingojitsu, uh, a consulting firm of former Ono disciples. So that's maybe the closest thing to an Ono um, kind of quote, he probably didn't use that term if uh, like Bob, the term wasn't used in Japan. So I'm not going to try to tell 
uh, you know, the, uh, the accomplished Shingojitsu consultants how to do their jobs. But I'm also not going to emulate their use of the term concrete head, and I'd hope others would follow suit. I mean, this term has even been brought into healthcare uh, a bit by people from manufacturing, including Charlie Protzman, someone I respect greatly. I've learned a lot from, uh, from him while I was at Johnson & Johnson um, 10 years ago, and he worked with our team. In one of his books, one that's not focused on healthcare, uh, at least talks about the need to convert a concrete head into a quote-unquote lean believer, which is better than just labeling someone and giving up. At least Charlie preaches patience, questions, and empathy, uh, which are better engagement strategies and insults. Now, he uses the term in his different uh, related healthcare books. He has a section in there, 10 signs that people don't get it, parentheses, concrete heads. And the term has even crept a little bit perhaps into the lean software realm, where there's a book that talks about uh, somebody who was, quote unquote, a real, really a concrete head. The messages passed to him very slowly and most of the time distorted. So I think as a, a different use of the term, I think it was just being used as a general synonym for hard headed. Now, I can't find any references to the term in the books by or about Ono and Shingo. It probably, again, ties back to Bob Emiliani's uh, explanation. Did Shingo Jitsu learn it from them or from other people? I, if, according to Emiliani, uh, it came from Iwata and Nakao, who uh, you know, are legendary in, in these circles. Um, you know, it sounds like they came up with the term out of frustration with uh, working with Americans. So again, either way, I don't use the term. I don't like to label people as resistant to change. I mean, we have to work with them. It's a process and a journey. We can't expect people to stop on a dime and throw away decades of experience and thinking and doing things um, a, a new way that people don't turn on a dime. So I'm curious what you think. Am I being a concrete head? <laughs> Have you ever been a concrete head? Um, you can comment on the post. You can get links to all the uh, book citations and everything by going to leanblog.org slash audio 199.